0: Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Megan Patterson and Aaron Jensen. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, the Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever popular Mondays with Megan story series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy to understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of aesthetic PA, expert injector, national trainer and brand builder, Erin Jensen. We are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, Through Thick in Skin. My name is Megan Patterson. I'm Erin Jensen. And you might know us from the Treatment Skin Boutique in Claremont and Newport Beach, as well as the Treatment Facial Bar. And we wanted to join the fun and have our own little podcast.
1: And I think you forgot to mention we're sisters. Oh yeah, that's, I mean, (laughs) i forget if you guys
0: don't know that we're sisters already it's like where have you been um because that's kind of like probably the most important thing about us is that we're cut from the same cloth and yes we have the same mother and father we were Mm -hmm. raised in the same household although Mm -hmm. we are very different very different i mean we look a little different i have like a foot on her couple pounds but we do have one thing in common is that we work our ass off yeah. so we kind of wanted to talk about that um i guess aaron we should probably explain why we created a podcast amongst all the podcasts that are out there in the world yeah. why did we want to have our own treatment podcast
1: well there are so many podcasts out there Uh, I feel like everyone's getting in the podcast game and Mm -hmm. you know, you might think it's a little saturated, but I think we have so much to offer because there are so many people out there that claim they are beauty or skincare experts, Mm -hmm. but you know, what does that mean nowadays? Because you, you know, they, they spent eight hours on Google. Yeah. Dr. Google. They, they, they have an an intense
0: uh, course on goop.com. (laughs) (laughs) or they they you know they use coconut oil over their body exactly so they're an expert and you know I'm not throwing shade to any of those people or the way you Mm -hmm. use that stuff Mm -hmm. but I think like you nailed it like you actually have background in studying skin yes you went to school for it you've been practicing for 10 plus years Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of gassing you up because I'm proud I'm a proud little sister Thanks. but um, yeah and so then why did you bring me on this we should probably explain to them because you could just hold this down on your own
1: uh no i can't (laughs) i need you Uh, i think you just have an amazing way about delivering this information in a non-sterile stiff way so i'm here to give you the expertise tried and true experience and you are here to. Kind of help me and you are more of this lay person who is very involved in these medical and aesthetic procedures yes and you firsthand know what it's like for a non-medical person to experience anything and yeah. if anyone follows us on instagram they know that we do not sugarcoat anything no and i'm surprised people
0: continue to follow us because i almost <laughs> push the envelope with each Mondays with Megan posts, which I'll get into that later, but I always kind of push the envelope. Like I drop a few more curse words. I talk a little more nasty. I get a little more raunchy because that's just my personality. Like I'm a spicy Aries woman and people not only follow us, but they're like the older Clients are like, you're so nasty, Megan. I love it. It's like the older clients, the younger ones kind of laugh along, but the older ones, they are secretly freaks. So I appreciate you guys uh, getting down with my sense of humor and also kind of riding along when I do explain these different skincare yeah. treatments and skincare products. Because, like Aaron said, I'm not a medical professional. I did not go to medical school. My degrees are not in medicine. It's simply, I'm a person who is around skincare all day long, and I like to break it down for people who would otherwise not understand it from like a medical perspective yeah.
1: well and you're not sugarcoating anything and Mm-mm. people like real stuff i'm mm-hmm. so sick of everything so curated everything looking so perfect and filtered and that's not how life is and that's not how injectables or skincare is either but there's mm-hmm. real stuff out there and we have tried everything we've experienced it and we want to give you the real honest truth with Serve our it. experience with bringing on new guests yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll be serving even... the realness. That's the one so thing we definitely much, yeah. could
0: offer. Yes. Is we will be giving you the truth. Yes. Even if it's not cute. No. Even if it's not what you want to hear. But in a world where everything is filtered, we're kind of going to offer mm-hmm. a little filterless. Although I've like filtered most of my pictures. <laughs> But, you know, whatever. I do offer the real, real, like I'm currently going through a post-microneedling process right now, Mm -hmm. and my upper lip skin is falling off. So, um, you know, if you follow us on YouTube, you'll be able to check that out in HD, but um, (laughs) I don't, I I keep it real with you guys, you know, and I offer my experiences through all the treatments so you guys can see what it's really like. So uh, that's pretty much why we want to create a podcast Mm -hmm. to offer awareness, to uh, shed light on an industry that has a lot of smoke and mirrors or everyone a quote-unquote expert, Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, maybe we should kind of, if if people have never followed us on Instagram before, they have no fucking clue who we are, how would you explain yourself to somebody, like, introducing at a dinner party...
1: So I am a physician assistant. I have my master's degree in physician assistant studies and I've worked in dermatology and aesthetics for over 11 years. Um, I'm the founder of The Treatment Skin Boutique. We are an aesthetic center. We offer skincare injectables and I essentially consider myself an aesthetic expert.
0: That's right. Yes. So you didn't uh, start out in physical therapy and then got hip to lip injections being the shit. and then getting in and transitioning over two years ago
1: no i have been doing this since uh, since since you finished med school oh yeah even before that yeah yeah so yeah i went to usc Mm -hmm. um it's Yes, that's, that's what we do. And I kind of want to talk about our journey on how we started this business together. Okay. Too. But before we get into that, why don't we talk about you? What, how would you describe let's about me? How would you describe <laughs> me? I don't let's know let's I I me? I'm like, how much time do we have three
0: hours? Okay. Well, I was born in April 11th, 1985 in Honolulu, Hawaii. That is the fucking truth. I actually was Aaron and I were both born in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, our parents just wanted to move there. We had family there, but I'm going to skip over all that. Um, so, yeah, Erin is the medical driven one. She was definitely the science math brain when we were yeah. growing up. I was the artistic, thespian, vagabond, quirky, um, freaky, in all the best ways possible, girl in the family. We also have a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but, anyways, so we had very separate paths. Like when Erin was 18, she went to a local, very nice, prestigious private university. I went to San Francisco State University.
1: Why are you putting <laughs> it down? I'm not putting it down at oh. all. Go oh. Gators.
0: Not, not at all. I fucking love San Francisco state. Um, it was totally perfect for what I wanted to do, which was hospitality management. So my background is actually in business. That's my, one of my degrees is business with the emphasis in no joke recreation and leisure studies. So like
1: that's a legit, it's not
0: yes major. It sounds like a total stoner major. Like, like I major in recreation, which there were a lot of stoners in my <laughs> class. But we did like ropes courses, Um, my final thesis was on like building a resort. Like I was, everyone else was doing bars and restaurants and hotels. I was focusing on yacht clubs, country clubs, private clubs, men's clubs, like the et cetera of the hospitality industry. Absolutely loved it. And then I also went to school in central Mexico in a little town called Queretaro, Mexico. And I was there for a year, so I also have a degree in Spanish. So were you, did you speak
1: Spanish before you lived in Mexico?
0: Yeah, I could say, hola me
1: llamo Megan y quiero un
0: burrito. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh okay, so what do you want in that burrito? You want beans, lettuce, and I'd be like, La cuenta por favor. <laughs> Don't need like that was, and I thought I knew it. I thought because I took four years in high school and like a semester in college, I was like, I got this. I landed in Mexico City and was like, I have no fucking clue how to speak. And Spanish. you lived there
1: for a year, a not solid just, year, not just five weeks no, studying no, no, abroad no, no. shit. Yeah,
0: those kids who say they studied abroad in Spain for a month, no, you didn't. Yeah. You were on an extended vacation, yeah. sweetie pie. And I will be the first one to say that. Let's get <laughs> this. Might offend some people. We might lose some followers, but I'm kind of in a mood. I'm in a spicy mood Mm -hmm. to keep it real so yes to answer your question there was no other choice to do a year-long program i was a little scared but i'm so glad i did it because i came out speaking spanish fluently you speak spanish so well (laughs) gracias but
1: how did you get your accent your accent is so good
0: because i dated mexican dudes I dated stuck-up Mexican dudes too, so like I learned. So Queretaro, Mexico, is like three hours north of Mexico City, and the Spanish spoken there sounds different than the way they speak it in Tijuana, in um, you know, in Monterrey, in Cancun. It's very clickwheel. So Spanish spoken in different, just like a Texan accent. You know, they have this speak with the twine, and then you're in New York, and they got a New York. It's like in Mexico. Apparently, I speak like a um, like a sophisticate like you're so regal like a a snob Uh but that's because i hung out i went to a private university there but then i also had like you know some really down-to-earth cool dudes so i can speak like a street girl as well so i have both sides to my spanish so yeah anyways majored in spanish came back and i've been in experience industry travel industry hospitality industry ever since in many different forms Mm -hmm. like i started out at w hotels then I moved to American Express Travel, Centurion Travel. Then worked for a client who poached me. I've lived in Vegas. I've lived in Chicago. I've lived in San Francisco, obviously Central Mexico, and I live in Los Angeles now. So I'm get around, but I'm you know like I love being back in LA. I love being you know close to the family, working with you. Um, but when we like why I'm here with you today?
1: Yeah. How do you go from hospitality to
0: medicine manipulation desperation? Maybe. <laughs> Okay, Erin is a very <laughs> okay. persuasive go-getter type of person. There is nothing that will get in her way. Same with me, though. I'd like to think that I actually mm-hmm. um, have that same type of attitude as well. Like, if I want it, I will fucking get it. And if I don't get it, I will change what I want. Mm-hmm. I know that's like, a, think about that. Marinate on that for a second. That's deep, huh? But anyways, so, um,
1: yeah. We figure it
0: out. Yes, we, we. Fi- we, we make it happen. Yes. We do not create excuses for ourselves. Mm-hmm um like everything we've gotten has just come with really hard work yes waking up early going to bed late and doing it even when we don't want to yes so um how we ended up working together uh okay so i was working in la in the industry i was a travel manager for steve aoki and fluffy gabriel iglesias both amazing entertainers, Uh, Aoki has the world record for the most travel as a DJ, Guinness Guinness World Record. Um, So I was like, yeah, bring it on. Like I'll be his travel manager. The stories you told me were insane. I probably, we probably shouldn't go into much detail because of like, <laughs> like I think I signed part? an NDA. Yeah. See HIPAA in the medical world, NDA in the entertainment world. Okay.
1: Wait. Can you just talk about the airport being repaved that story? Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> okay. make this
0: a quick story. So, um, and Steve, if you're listening, I miss you and I love you and I hope you're doing well. Um, but anyways, yeah. So Steve was the type of guy who, um, never took a break. He never, um, spent the night in a city necessarily he went from gig to gig to gig so of course he wrapped a show at three in the morning in jakarta and we were supposed to take off in a private jet from this airport uh three hours away from jakarta um but then they happened to have to repave the asphalt of the airport at that time totally messing up the rest of his tour i mean it was like nightmarish like and um and i offered to like call the prime minister of indonesia to see if we could like Move it along. Like, I seriously was like, I'm going to give it a shot. And, and his management team was like, totally. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. I've had to be like, hey, I'm going to call the president of Delta right now and see if they could stop that flight from taking off. You know, whatever you got to say to the client to like appease them. And that will come in later, full circle in our <laughs> podcasts on how you have to, you know, calm down yes. the client sometimes. But mm-hmm. yeah, under my watch for the two years I worked with him, he never missed a flight. He never. I mean, there were outside issues like tornadoes. Okay. you know like if a flight wouldn't take off I would get a maneuver black car and drive him from Florida to Atlanta like by any means necessary to get him there he got to where he had to be so
1: so did the asphalt
0: dry for the plane to land no we had to redirect everything <laughs> I had to like fly him out to Singapore to catch a commercial flight it was it was boring if you're not into like airplanes and stuff which I love logistics and travel um, but yeah he we made it work we absolutely made it work so I though was being stretched thin mm-hmm. like my nerves were shot I would wake up in the middle of the night with what's called a flightmare, so like you, <laughs> a flightmare. Yes, a flightmare. I've never heard of that. Where I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, I forgot to request his vegan meal for his international flight on Japan Airlines. Oh my god! And then I'd be open up my computer like, and then I go back to sleep, and then I wake up and be like, oh my gosh, I forgot to check this for that or the other. Like I couldn't sleep, and you know. And then I also had Gabe. I had Fluffy, who's an absolute sweetheart too. And he he tours like crazy. So I had these insane. Touring entertainers on both sides, and I was juggling both of them, and both of their teams loved me. Like when I left that job, they were both very sweet. Remember when we saw Fluffy front row at Staples? Yeah, that was so good. That was because of me. I know. Yes, you got us in. Thank you, Fluffy. You got us
1: backstage too. Yes, I know. It was it was it was a lot we of fun. We were in the green room, like oh. So yeah, I'm like the cool
0: sister. You are cool. Erin's the, the brain, but I'm the cool one. So if you, you know, if you need a laugh, but if you need like a serious medical diagnosis, see her not me. So we, uh, okay, so I call you one day cause I was like stressing. I was like, oh my gosh, I like can't handle this. Like they are running me thin. I was like, I think I'm just gonna go work at Starbucks or something. No, you were trying to move to Mexico. Yes. I've, I've interviewed with jobs in Mexico, by and the way. They,
1: pay, they were going to pay like $8 an hour. You're like, I think I can make it work. Yeah, as a Aaron? director
0: of yes. a hotel. Yeah. Um, but the cost of living is very cheap down there. So I was weighing all my options. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, why not? Let's explore this. And so yeah, I had an interview. I had two interviews at this hotel as a director of operations in Mexico. I was going to move everything down there. But then I was like, mm, I think I'm going to miss Trader Joe's. So <laughs> So I was like, you know, and I just, and then you threw this idea out, Mm -hmm. but like, what were you doing in your life? Like that led you up to that point? Because
1: what if people don't know how you got to the treatment? Okay. Let me tell you my background a little bit. So right out of uh, school, I got a job in dermatology working for actually our family dermatologist. Mm -hmm. There was a um, male dermatologist who worked in the city for um, like 40 years. And then his daughter took over the practice. Her husband was a dermatologist, and I got hired to work there right out of school. Um, You guys might know her. her name's Dr. Sandra Lee, ends up becoming Dr. Pimple Popper, but I'll get to that in a second. So I worked there for eight years doing medical and cosmetic dermatology, just clocking in, clocking out, working Monday, Friday, nine to five. It was all good. Really liked the job. But you know, as time went on, I wanted something more, something a little bit bigger, uh, wanted to transition into aesthetics only and that's so
0: maybe we should explain to people yes. medical dermatology versus aesthetics. Okay.
1: Good call. Um, medical dermatology would be your rashes, warts, skin cancer, so like butt cheek checks. Oh yeah. I've seen so many buttholes. Um- ah! and- <laughs> not the prettiest ones either. Oh my god, who has a pretty one though? Like, did you ever do anal bleaching? Uh, I've done anal laser hair removal. Oh my before, gosh. But no anal bleaching. Um, but yeah, yeah, hey, I've seen it all, okay? No shame to anything. Yeah. It, uh, so that's uh, medical derm. Medical dermatology cosmetics would be Botox fillers lasers peel skincare Uh and I've always had such a love for that and the industry has progressed so much so when I started 11 years ago maybe everyone 50 and older you know 10 percent of the population was doing a little bit injectables now it's getting so much more popular younger such a bigger industry and business and I knew that's where my love and focus was yeah so that you know what I kind of want to go out and do my own thing and the thing that drives me crazy about medicine is how inefficient and non-detail oriented it, is. Mm-hmm. it you walk into an office and I'm not saying this about my old office but just medical in general the stereotype is you walk in the front checkout girl is a total bitch and gives you like a dirty incompetent.
0: look. incompetent yeah just on you, her phone playing Scrabble
1: exactly the experience isn't good you're waiting in the waiting room for an hour with magazines that expired 18 months ago highlights
0: Oh and you're at your gynecologist and there's a highlight magazine. You're like, what the fuck? Am but I like the cover is ripped off. Yeah, exactly. You go back into the room. Men's fitness. <laughs> <Yes.
1: laughs> you like- I'm at a gynecologist's office why no. is there a men's fitness Anyways. you can't book your appointment online no. you don't have access to your medical records like all these things there's like why can't we make this experience better so i knew whatever i wanted to start it had to start with a good experience mm-hmm. a good client experience yeah so i developed a position called client experience manager uh, made up a nice little job description and i presented it to you and i was like Let's and i was like hell, no. She I was like, Fuck
0: hell no. no I was like, say no i was like no 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 you're not gonna own me yep yep i'm <laughs> not gonna, gonna like, work for you're you you're not gonna be the boss of me uh-uh. no. i'm a creative i'm an artiste you know and uh but then i was like well okay i could see how i can make this my own and that's mm-hmm. what really appealed to me i thought you know is it time for me to let go of the corporate world i worked for huge corporations i worked for the w hotel american express mm-hmm. That i worked for a private guy like um i think i really thrive uh kind of being my own boss Mm -hmm. a little bit and so that's what kind of swayed me i was like you know what i could be my own boss i'm like you know what this would be pretty cool like how excited to be a part of something uh that aaron's been dreaming of
1: um and And didn't you have to wear like a gray polo shirt at your last job like you had to wear a uniform or something oh i did and then by the end of it i was like that's not you.
0: Wearing yoga pants and, you know, I, I, I mean, I performed very well, so they had nothing to say. Mm-mm. So yeah. And I could wear whatever I want. Like my current uniform is leopard. I wear like leopard everything all the time. And my glasses, I, these are real glasses. A lot of people ask about my glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, they're vintage, so you can't find them at Warby Parker. Warby Parker is really cute stuff. By the way, we should probably hit him up for sponsorship. Like, I just dropped your name. So pay us. Um, but yeah, so. I, I love that. I can come as I am and just bring my experience. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have
1: like, we're obsessed with detail. Yeah. We'll start how we opened initially. Oh
0: God. PTSD.
1: We had a very tight time crunch because if you work in business, you know, you start paying rent, you know, before the business is even open, making money. So we had to, we scrapped everything together. It was me and you, we had our two estheticians Deb and that and was it. That was it. Yeah. We cleaned the floors, picked up the trash, took out the trash, changed the toilet paper, washed the towels. She
0: washed the towels every I took night, took the laundry
1: home every night for six months. Yeah. Cause I T- was too ch- I'm not paying $40 a load for laundry. It's no. Like and I have
0: a quarter. You I live in an apartment car. complex with quarters. <laughs> so yeah, she had the fancy washer and dryer. And so she took that home very humbling. So anybody who wants to get into business, it's like, you know, that'll be another episode, yeah. but like it, it takes doing a lot of shit. You think you're better than doing mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. in the beginning, <laughs> the very first day I we were um, completely booked out. Yes. So you had clients from open to close Deb and Nico are new estheticians. They were just so down for whatever and going with the flow. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, just a few months prior, I was booking multi, you know, like destination trips and handling like private jets and stuff like that. So I'm like, learning what is Voluma, what mm-hmm. is a Kybella, you know, all stuff I have now experienced myself. Um, and I just faked it till I made it. Yeah. Or I would be like, you know what, let me get back to you on that, what I didn't know. And then, you know, I'd be checking them out and then I'd put my director of operations hat on when the AC broke and I would just like, put on my contractor <laughs> hat and I'd go fix the AC, take that off and they're like, I, is the manager available Then I'd turn the chair around and be like, here she is. And then they'd be like, where's the, uh, receptionist. I'm like, Oh, she's right here. Like I wore so many hats. I pretty much did everything except inject. I would joke pretty much. Yeah. You know, yeah. in the very beginning. And I mean, we had, we scrapped, scrapped it. No scraped mm-hmm. it. We scraped it together. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like, we're not trust fund babies. Nope. No. We did not have some cool little, like, like, um, nested uh like nest egg something that was bestowed upon us by our grandfather Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. if we wanted money we went to the fucking loan company and said can we have some money please this is what i'm good for
1: and we scrapped together Mm -hmm. i was like yo
0: i have a couple grand here you have a couple grand here what can i sell what can i do
1: yeah our decorations were from home goods like we didn't have an interior designer no we did everything ourselves um, we were out buying trash cans the night before at Target. Yes. And yeah, we barely had anything. We bought like three bottles of Botox at a time. That's it. <laughs> yes, that's all. Aaron
0: goes through three bottles of Botox in an hour. I was like, Oh, we it need was, more? It was like the fridge had this one little glorious Botox bottle. Like, <laughs> oh, there it is. That's it. And that's the whole. And then you even ran out of Botox like the first weekend.
1: Oh yeah. Or something. Like the third day we ran out and we had to borrow, it was yeah, And our our
0: shelving, it was so, the shelving is beautiful, but there were like three bottles on the shelf. So we had to put like shopping bags and stuff it with tissue paper. And we had these little vases from Ikea. And I was like, we need a plant. So we trimmed like a bush and stuck a piece of plant. I took a
1: mirror from my house and put it in
0: one of the rooms. I took (laughs) a throw from my house and put it on a chair. We didn't have an office chair. So I was like, well, we gotta find an office chair. So I found one. We really put it together Mm -hmm. last minute, but like you said, we had to start generating some yes. sort of money, but
1: you know what the most important thing is no one cared about that stuff. Yeah. People cared that we knew their names when they walked in the door, mm-hmm. you made them a very nice cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. They didn't wait very long. We took time with them. So it was all about the experience from start to finish.
0: Yeah. From the very beginning. Cause like you mentioned, we took our own personal experiences of just awful medical visits. Mm-hmm. And so, how could we make it more of a hospitality experience? So yes. that's where I think the game is being changed or that's our mission, not only to debunk some things that, um, debunk ideas about medical aesthetics. Cause like, I'm brand new to this. Like mm-hmm. I am very new to the aesthetic world. I'm two years into it, but I have 13 plus years in hospitality, like mm-hmm. an experiential creation.
1: Well, and you think a lot of that stuff is common sense because you are so well-versed in it. It's not. It's not at all. No. You have to have such a detailed eye. If one thing is out of place, mm-hmm. the music is too loud or too quiet, the wrong oh song is being Oh my gosh.
0: Played. I'm cursed. I'm cursed. I was having like a really nice dinner at this fancy restaurant in LA and they were blasting like, um, uh, like Pitbull or something like at this French restaurant. And I was like, do you not understand? So that's just an example of where my experience comes into play. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think people realize, but I have playlists for each location. Specifically mm-hmm. our Newport clients who come in, I have a different playlist for the people who come in for the facial bar. I also have times of the day. That's something I picked up at the W hotels. The W hotels has a
1: director of music. Mm-hmm. So there's something about your music experience a little bit. Maybe. So no, no that'll okay. be another that'll be okay. a later episode. Well Megan does have musical experience. How do yes, I put that? Yes. I have another she curates all of our playlists. Very much so. It's not just music.
0: a Pandora algorithm. Like no. we are robot free no. when it comes here. Um, you know, no shade to Pandora or Spotify, because if they ever want to sponsor an episode. <laughs> give me that unlimited lifetime commercial free, but no, this is very, very different. So I actually handpick and select the music playlists for all locations. Um, also the stuff we provide to drink. Have you ever been to a doctor's appointment and you're fucking starving and all you want is like a trail mix.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have a trail mix. Yeah. You know, we have a snack. You want a coffee because you're dying, you're hungover. Like we have, co- we have champagne, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For the facial bar. So, um, my background with hospitality kind of like it, it, it converged very well with the medical side. So mm-hmm. I think that's why it's doing well so far, because like you said, we do remember people's names and mm-hmm. it really does not take that much, you guys. Do you think I know every single client's name? Do you? Well, yes. <laughs> you do, like, well, once you, you call- see them. Yes, but
1: like, yes. All it takes is an, a little, a little effort yes and but i want to know about people i want to make that connection so it does not take that much effort to ask someone about their day learn about their family what they're going through because that gives so much more insight about why they are here for their Mm -hmm. specific treatments yeah and you know i think it really means a lot to someone when you go and talk to them about how their family member is doing maybe they had their husband was sick or things like that because it it means a lot to someone making that connection it really really does Yeah,
0: really does. So yeah, our beginnings were very humble. Mm -hmm. Started two years ago, just four of us. So Estes, two Estes, Aaron and I, Mm -hmm. and now we have a total of how many employees? 25 and growing. 25 and growing. We're hiring
1: three more positions right now, Yeah, if not more, which is nuts.
0: It is crazy. So would you have thought that 10 years ago this was going to happen? No, With, or no, you're no. like I'm going to be checking warts and butts all day long. Oh yeah, I, I, I for remember people would
1: ask me that, like, "Oh, don't leave, don't leave me," and I would tell them, "I'm going to die here. I'm so it's great, <laughs> it's amazing." <laughs> but life is nuts, and you don't know why stuff is happening when it's happening. But when you look back, you're just everything happens for a reason.
0: Absolutely, mm-hmm. amen. Mm-hmm. I believe that 100. Mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, so we are excited to start this podcast and. Erin, if you could say like what would be the one thing that's going to set us apart from the rest because i did a quick search i did a little r d on beauty podcasts mm-hmm. and there are a lot yeah there are a lot of beauty podcasts but this isn't just a beauty podcast
1: no not at all it's not just a beauty podcast so even if you're not into skincare injectables it's not your thing we're going to go over so much more than that yeah um we're you know it's not just a business podcast too but we are going to touch on all those things we'll talk about injectables and skincare and business and family relationships, family dynamics. You'll find to learn that my husband works here too. So there's a lot of dynamics that go on here, a lot yes. of dynamics. but also we're going to bring in some really cool guests. We have a lot of, um, connections that we're going to introduce you guys to different physicians and people in the business industry yeah. and just all kinds of things. And just with keeping it really Real. Yeah. Fun. Yeah.
0: And so this, yeah, this is also an opportunity for us, you know, because we use Instagram as a business tool, mm-hmm. like 99% of our online sales come from Instagram. Yes. It's
1: crazy. Yes. Like we don't pay for any SEO. No we don't market anything. No. Instagram. Yelp could eat a <laughs> <laughs> I'm we don't up. need your sponsorship yes we
0: don't need your sponsorship yelp i tell them every time they call me they're like but but instagram isn't where it's at i'm like you are so archaic mm-hmm. i appreciate your attempt but anyways i digress uh so we so instagram is a huge huge tool for us mm-hmm. but i do take into consideration what i put on there visually and story-wise it is with all audiences in mind whereas the podcast i can kind of drop a little more um i guess you could say explicatives uh, because that's, that's me. Yeah. If you guys know me, a lot of people on Instagram are like, what's your personal Instagram? Like, I want to follow you. The truth is, is like, you could only get this version of Megan with the treatment because the treatment is get- a real version.
1: You tell me <laughs> it is the real it version, is the real right? Version. Yeah. hundred percent. This is <laughs> Megan. Well, you know, it's so funny. Other people in the med spa industry will ask me, you know where do i find a megan like she doesn't exist no. Like she is one of a kind you
0: know what it is you have to go outside of the med spa industry exactly. that just whoa i just got <clears throat> dropped with a bomb oh, just like with you know southwest other huge corporations they go outside of the airline industry or the fuel industry to find tips and tricks to improve the med spa you're not going to get anything different if you keep doing the same thing mm-hmm. so if you have the same crusty ass orchid in the lobby
1: where the flowers are all gone
0: Orchids die. Whoever can keep orchids <laughs> alive are magicians because orchids look so cute. I think they're and they're supposed to die. You sneeze on it, and then, no, there are some orchid pros that like regenerate it. Really? Oh yeah, there are people out there. I've seen a few people. You do. are a
1: plant expert. Thank you for our background you created. Thank These are you. all Megan's. We
0: are surrounded by plants right now. For those who are listening, and they all have different names. That's the key to their success uh, in thriving: is that they have names and they get played music all day long. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh yeah. So, anyways, would a med spa person come in with like a deep obsession? for plants, not so much, but like at my other hospitality businesses, I had, that was a huge part of it. The scent also, when you walk into a place, the W had a signature scent. I worked at the W San Francisco. It had a very musky, like tobacco, sexy scent. Mm -hmm. And whenever I walk into that hotel, I'm instantly transported to being a recent grad working graveyard, being super depressed. So you're traumatized. Your
1: Pavlovian effect is bad.
0: (laughs) Pavlovian. Yes. As a youngster, but now because now when I go to the WSF, I get to stay there. I get to eat in the lobby. I get to see my friends. But nevertheless, it, it, it's undeniable how a scent can take you somewhere. Yeah. So we have our Claremont candle burning right now, which that is- We
1: curated ourselves.
0: The yes, scent. we blended it. I mean, yes. we had a sniff test and we had a local woman pour these candles for us. And this was the winning blend, which is just eucalyptus essential oil. And so mm-hmm. that's something that's a huge part of our brand as well. So, yeah. But yeah. We
1: we're so detailed that we curated a different scent for our Newport office, just yes. because it has a different feel. And we have to have everything so specific or so very, very specific.
0: And a lot of people, I don't think uh, realize that or notice it, but that's fine. Cause I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. I go to other places, I'll go to other nail salons or hair salons, and I'm just taking inventory of all the shit they need to fix. Yeah.
1: But it's a subconscious that makes a good experience. Mm-hmm. It's all those things together. Music, scents, feels, textures, taste. And having capable
0: practitioners because <laughs> yes. you can have all that. You could walk in and have a beautiful organic snack and it smells great, the music's popping, but the person in there was practicing gynecology a year ago. And now they're injecting those lips, not those lips, the other (laughs) lips.
1: (laughs) You know? Hey, that might be my side hustle coming up, so, you know. Lip injections, the other lip injections? Are you game for it to be a a test Uh, dummy? (laughs) No,
0: the size of my camel toe is fine, so. Need an enhanced camel toe. But thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, whatever strokes your boat or whatever, what's the saying? Floats your boat? Sure. (laughs) Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) Whatever you're into, cool. I don't know if we'll add that to the menu labia majora injections, but if they do, I'm sure Aaron will be the best at it. Hell yeah. The before and afters will be amazing on instagram (laughs) you'll have like an after dark instagram a treatment after dark yes no we're not that nasty (laughs) we're not that raunchy so yeah i mean i guess just for what you guys to expect so this is our very first podcast Mm -hmm. i wanted you guys to get to know us a little better i mean more will be revealed the further we get into our podcast as far as erin and i as individuals but we also want to talk about medical uh, aesthetics and also skincare because we do carry our own skincare line as well as other skincare lines Mm -hmm. and just like life shit. Yeah. So like me as a single woman in LA, Erin is a very boring married woman in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. I mean, stable, I should say, not boring, stable. I'm a little more, woo, so. um, But it's fun, you can learn from both of us. From both of us, exactly. One common thread is that we work our fucking asses off. And so we wanna share that with you guys. There's really no secret to our success. It's simply that we work a lot.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So we want to know what you guys want to hear from us. What topics do you want to hear? What do you want to learn more about? Mm -hmm. Um, So please, in our most recent Instagram post, comment and leave us a suggestion on topics for the future.
0: We're open book. We we, we will talk about whatever you'd like, as long as it doesn't involve like, well, actually nothing's off the table. No. Bring it.
1: Yes. Bring it. We're pretty open. Yeah, I think so. Mm But we'll we'll see. (laughs) and um let's do a giveaway let's host a giveaway for our first podcast so if you leave a comment on our most recent instagram post we will throw you a treatment mask okay at random yeah we'll choose a winner
0: okay perfect i'll ship that to you yes us winners only please megan is our
1: shipping and handling department too if you didn't know that i'm the
0: director like i said like i wear the hats (laughs) i have hats for everything i'm like (laughs) (laughs) but you know what if you want it done perfectly, you have to do it yourself like a true control freak. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. but we have we have an amazing team and they're doing really, really well. And so um, we're very, very fortunate to have them on our team. So anyways, make sure you guys to follow us on Instagram. If you don't already, it's simply at the treatment, no underscores, no extra E's or letters, anything like that, at the treatment. Um, also make sure to give us a rating on podcast Apple music podcast five stars if you feel so but also since we're giving the truth you can give the truth as well if you think this deserves less than five stars please elaborate on as to why you believe that I want to know because I'm a perfectionist um, but yeah we look forward to engaging with you guys and just sharing more knowledge and, and expertise yeah. and letting you guys get to know us a little bit better so make sure to spread the word and share with your friends and family thank you thank you guys see you next time.